<laughs> All right, we are started. It is the Honey Squad, and we are here tonight <laughs> dressed up as a squad. <laughs> Look, hi. Oh, I'm so glad you're my friend. <laughs> can you see it? I can see it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. Stand it up. You don't know what she talk about our first interaction punishing a co-parent and if this um, podcast if you're not watching this live tonight sounds a little marble it is because we are in our dinosaur costumes because it's the season finale Well, it's kombucha, but it's a different type of, it's like the kombucha that, well, the girls call it kombucha. So now I call it kombucha, obviously. But it's the kind, kefir. Kefir. Yes, kefir, yes. yes. Oh my God, y'all. Trader Joe's orange mango kefir is the poo. Yes. Got up and drank some this morning. That stuff gets you lit. It yes. makes you feel good. Gets your body. That was definitely a highlight of my Sunday. Well, I mean, I told you, you might go out, I'll pick you up some. Yep. And then, um, of course, we had Carly's birthday party, which is fun. Ooh. She got her Eddie Rosario jersey. So okay. excited. Okay. Yeah. But, <laughs> anyways, I can't stop looking at how ridiculous. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're on this side. I can't even see. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see because your other face falls right there. <laughs> Every time I'm moving, I just want you to know this is a dream of mine. <laughs> Sharon Davis, if you're watching, I'm making my dinosaur dreams come true tonight. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. 
So I'm thinking about finding, if anybody knows where to get them, the next ones I think we should wear are the unicorn. Most definitely. Yes, unicorn blow-up costumes. Most definitely. Because we're the unicorns of moms. Um, we are. Or the unicorns of co-parenting, maybe? We are. Yes, something like that. I'm trying to look at you. It's hot. <laughs> it's like, hey. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we're covered dinosaurs for kids. <laughs> 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 That's how you make it laugh. Yeah. Can you see it? Look at the look at the computer screen watch. Okay, so let's get started talking about our issue, not our issue, but our co-parenting win. And um, then we're going to derobe, because these things are hot, and drink our marg. And I thought I had this great way that I could drink the marg, we could drink the margaritas inside of this. There's no way. No, because if you take your hand out of it, the air comes out, the whole thing goes flat, and you won't be able to do crap. It defeats the perk. It does. Ooh, I saw lightning. Y'all, I'm sorry. See. If it's storming, I'm going to turn into a giant nerd because I'm also a storm chaser. So I like get super hyper when it storms. Uh-oh. Thunder! What? Thunder. We got some storms. We got some storms. We got some storms. It is starting. Our dinosaurs are like, I hope it's not a meteor. <laughs> <laughs> we know what happened at the last time. Right. <laughs> Y'all didn't make it. <laughs> But so a couple of weeks ago, I guess it was three weeks ago, wasn't it? Three weeks ago. Yeah, we were doing our podcast and we were probably about 38, 40 minutes in and all of a sudden we got a phone call from CJ saying there's $2,000 missing out of, uh, or somebody spent $2,000 on the credit card and it's PlayStation games and I'm seriously not going to remember how the whole thing was set or went down, but we were like, what the hell just happened? And so we immediately had to hit pause and figure out what was going on. And then we had to come back all like garbled and stuff. Like, it was garbled. Yeah, because we were just like, oh my God, I can't believe it. So we were in like the wrong mind frame to finish the stuff. It really was. We were just like, okay, well, we got to go on. It's kind of like, you know, you, you fall when you're running a race and you got to yep. get back up and keep going. Yep. That's true. That's true. And so what it ended up happening, so what would happen was, <laughs> Zarian had decided that he was, we had our um, credit card connected to the PlayStation because we, he had like the reward system. If you do a chore, you can buy a game or do so many chores, you can buy a game, whatever it was. And so, you know, he was to ask before he used it. Well, he just decided that he was just going to keep using it because he thought we were rich. Yeah. <laughs> Which we're not, just so everybody knows. Yeah, it would be funny. nice. Because he came up with two scenarios. Yeah. The first scenario was he um, he was trying to help the people in Ukraine. Yes. Yes. That was the first scenario. <laughs> Kids will say anything. Yeah. But and I thought the people of Ukraine, they're real. The people of Ukraine. So then he was like, all right. And he just would never say anything. Yeah. And so I was like, well, do you think your, your, your dad and, and Kelly are rich? He's like, yeah. 
I did think they were rich. Yeah. And I'm over here like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> we got too many damn kids to be rich. <laughs> we went through a list of scenarios so that way he'll understand or what the trickle down effect was, the domino effect of yeah. what you doing because you because you assume that your dad and your bonus mom are rich. Yeah. And so, and then, cause then, but this is the thing with me, because I told Kelly when they pulled up, I said, I'll handle it. Y'all just, y'all just let me, let me handle it. So immediately when they pulled up, I'll be back, I'm outside on the porch, giving him the death stare, you know, the mom stare. <laughs> the church mom stare. Yes. And then <laughs> he comes in and I just literally just go in on him. Oh yeah. Yeah. How could you do this? This was not acceptable because you know what you've done initially was steal from your your dad and your and your bonus mom, yeah. and that's not acceptable. Yeah. And like I was telling Kelly, you know, anytime that Darian um, does anything on PlayStation, it's connected to my email, so I will never look at it. But the most of the times that I would look at it, it was um, zero. It was zero dollars. Yeah. But I was missing the $4, the $3, the $10. Right. I was missing those. Yeah, you were getting all the ones that said that it was like free stuff that he was downloading. Yeah. Yeah. The hands coming out. The coming out. All I'm trying to push this fan in my boobs because I'm like sweating. Yeah. I think it's kind of good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We. Right. If, if y'all weren't here from the beginning, you missed out on the fun. You missed out on <laughs> Time to come out from our hobby hole. I'm keeping the, the fan on, though. Yes, yes. Ah. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, goodness. Ooh. Ah. Girl. It's like a turtle emerging from his shell. It is. <laughs> and so, um... Free. Free. I am free. free, free. <laughs> oh. yeah. So I immediately went into that. Not at all. Yeah. So that wasn't that wasn't it. Yeah. So at some point in time that start, stopped, and I don't know how long we were talking when that had stopped. Who oh, will? <laughs> So just to catch everybody up, five minutes ago, <laughs> um, Zarian used our card to buy games yep. without permission. Yep. We caught him. Yeah. You went in on him. I went in on him. I came in later, like I hope I'm not in trouble too. <laughs> yeah. Kelly was like, you know, if, if Lucas, I'll leave. If you want to go, I was like, no, I want you to stay because I want you guys. To, I want you and his dad to hear what I'm saying. Yeah. So that way, you know that this is not okay with me. Yeah. And there is a. There's a action, a reaction to the action. Yeah, for every action, there's a reaction. Yeah, for every action, there's yeah. a reaction. So Cause and effect. Yes. So there was definitely going to be some cause and effect. Yeah. Because he no longer has three PlayStations. So if anybody is looking for a PlayStation, message me. I've got two for sale. Or me. Or Patricia. Yeah. Um, so was, basically his punishment is he ain't gaming for quite some time. No. And, and the thing about it is... It, I kind of was like, really, CJ? Because when CJ was like, well, you know, Lucretia, there's times I have to have Jerry to help me. So, you know, that's why I don't even, I wasn't, it's not even a big deal. But CJ, 
I need help with. I need him to help me with a game or something. Yeah. Well, not for a long time. Not for a long time. It's gonna be a minute. Mm-hmm. So he has to sell two of his PlayStations. Yes. And then that money goes back to CJ um, because I mean he turned around and paid the car off the next the card off the next day, and I was just like, you paid the whole thing, and he was just like, yeah, and I'm like, we're trying to save for Sophie's wedding. Not that it put us in a bad way to go or right. anything, but I'm very like, um, not stingy, but. I'm just a miser. Cautious. Yeah, like cautious is a very good way to put it. I don't like spending money. Oh, I do. Unless it's dinosaur suits. Girl, I do. I like spending money. Especially with my mind. This is the sweet fellow right here. Yes. This is where my fun money goes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I like spending money when it's not mine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm sure I can get behind that all day long for sure. No, because I have been given the opportunity to purchase our supplies sometimes. At work, I'm like, we need what? I am going to Sam's. Oh no, we, I can do, oh, it you can do it online. I do it online, oh. girl. I would order a special desk for everybody's water bottles. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kelly. And then who is it that comes in? What, what do y'all call her? Jaco. Jaco. Yeah. So when Jaco comes in. You can be like, no, this is the this is the watering this, hole. Yeah, this is this is the hydration station. This is that, and we have this here for a reason. This is perfectly okay. Yeah, hydration station. It's a hydration station. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my coworkers says she's going to be a hydration station for Halloween. That, I think you all should be. I think you should all go to work. Make sure that Jayco is there, and everybody dress up for Halloween as a hydration station. They just left. Seriously? Yeah. Well, they come back. Three years. Lame. Yeah. Well, three years next Halloween. Yeah. We'll just put it on our vision board. Hydration station. Hydration station. Well, we gotta perfect it, so we gotta we gotta start early. Yeah. That that, this gives you time. Yep. Yeah. And maybe she'll walk in and she'll be like, "Okay, fine, get a table," and you'll be like, "Yes." Yes. And everybody can high five each other. It'll be the end of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, girl. So, um, anyways back out of our rabbit trail um what was going through your head when all that was going on what was going through my head was i can't believe Darian would do that because i asked Darian because Darian was like he's always told me that my dad is like my best friend and i'm like so you don't treat your best friend that way yeah i don't feel like so i think that a part of him had to have known that he was doing something wrong by not asking yeah um but i don't give teenagers an inch Oh, no. Because they'll take five miles. Like, a mile is not good enough for them. They're going to go for five every single time. And so, um, like, for me, I was surprised. But then I was just like, hmm, he's a teenager. Yeah. Um, When I was 10, I stole um, bulk candy from the Kroger's in Atlanta. I got a handful of it. I'm sorry. You don't put bulk candy kid level I at know. a grocery what store. Was it? It's like that Bronx stuff? Yes, and Tootsie Rolls. Y'all know. <laughs> I, I am know. a big old hoe for some Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Tootsie hoe. <laughs> so, they have all this bulk candy, and my brother and I are just like, there's no price tags on it. It must be free. <laughs> it's Halloween at Kroger's. And my mom would go through, when we were kids, and she would pull grapes off the grapes and eat grapes. Mm-hmm. But she wouldn't buy them. So I'm like, thanks, Mom. You said it was okay to eat grapes. Now I can't get bulk candy because it's way better. You know all the sugars in this? No. It should be okay, right? You know that no. last one used to do that. 
set who? The last one. Really? Voldemort. Voldemort. <laughs> so this is what my parents did. Um, I'm the one that got us busted because my brother was putting the wrappers in his pocket and I was just throwing them on the floor. <laughs> Not only was I stealing, I was also littering. <laughs> you was testing out the product. Well, girl. I mean, I was putting it on the shelves too. Like I would like put a wrapper on a shelf and then keep walking. This is this is before cameras. I wouldn't have gotten caught. It would have been okay. Girl. So dad was the one that busted me. And he said that he knew that I didn't understand because I was a child. Like I was like five or six. Mm -hmm. But still, he was going to learn me a lesson. So he took me outside, whooped my ass in the car, brought me back in, then made me collect all the papers that I had been leaving around the store. So it was like a damn Easter egg hunt, looking for Tootsie Roll papers. And then I had to take all of them, and Chris had to pull them all out of his pocket because I was I wasn't going down by myself. I was just like he's doing it too. And then I got my butt beat by him later, which was one of many times he kicked the crap out of me as a child. But anyways, um, he makes us walk up to the little manager's podium mm. and show them what we did. Mm. And so I was crying because I was mortified and I thought I was going to go to jail. Yeah. Because my dad was like, thieves go to jail. If they press charges, you're going to have to serve time. <laughs> no, they're not going to press charges and my dad was going to pay for it. Right. But he was going to make sure he scared the ever-loving crap out of me before we got up there and handed them all the wrappers. So right. I'm, I think the guy kind of felt sorry for me. Yeah. But he was just like, all right, well, and then, of course, I had to do chores to work it off. Yeah. So, but sometimes I think kids, they know it might be wrong, but they don't really think about it. Right. Or maybe they just think, if I don't get caught, it's not wrong. Right. It's not cheating unless I get caught. That was my biology mm -hmm. when I was in biology in high school. No, that was my motto. No, mine was, if you eat, it ain't cheating. If you eat it? If you eating, it ain't cheating. If you eat, it ain't cheating. <laughs> That was getting filed back, for hold sure. On, hold on. <laughs> if, if, if you're sucking, it ain't fucking. <laughs> How have I not heard that? I'm 44 years old. I should know these things. I told, that's why I told my best friend. Is it? <laughs> Lord, Lord, I do. How many times did I say that to you? It ain't eating, it ain't cheating. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I feel like I have lived a very sheltered life. That's kind of sad. Girl, you grew up in Atlanta. I know. I mean, we didn't talk like that. I didn't start talking this way until I was in my late 30s. In my I 30s. was already up here. Oh, never mind. Yeah. No, I, I would say that when we was clubbing. Girl, I was raised Church of Christ parents. You know, they earmuffed our ears every chance they could but have gotten. I said this one, once I got out, I got a taste of wild, the, the wild. The wild life. Yeah. The world. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I so while we were sitting there, like we had talked about the emails yeah. and I'd said this to you already that what was going through my head was, Oh my god, I don't want to say the wrong thing and like cesarean. Right. And then make you angry. Because like I know that when he's with us, you know, we do, it is our right to, you know, parent yeah. and punish. Yeah. But when it's you and CJ here, like, I felt like, well, I'm just going to sit back and let them parent because I know I'm also a parent, but I kind of feel like maybe it's not my place to say anything. So when I was talking to him, I was really, it's probably the hardest I've ever thought about anything before I said it. Thinking about what I was saying because I didn't want to say something that was going to be offensive to you or him. Right. Or make anybody feel a certain way like I'm in the wrong for right. saying what I said. 
even though there were a ton of different things I could have said. Right. And then too, like when we were talking about the emails, like, cause we had already had wine in us and I was yeah. just like, and so it's really hard to think when you're doing a podcast and you drink Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Cause that shit crawls right up on you like, oh, boom, boom, boom. and then you're gone. So <laughs> it's good. But, um, another thing that I was thinking was we were talking about the emails and I've said something. So you've been getting the emails and I was like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Cause I don't want her to think that, well, you knew it was going on. But because that's not what I meant. What I right. meant was, you know, you had seen them, but like, did it? What did it say on it? Did it have it, like, you know, pricing on no, it or it was like always zero dollars? Right. And so that's why I was just like, I should. Because when you told me that, I was the first thing I thought was, oh my god, I shouldn't have said that. So because I didn't want, like, I don't ever want to come off a certain way. Now right. I feel like you know me well enough right, to, to know that I'm not going to be a butthole about right. stuff. And. I do stick my foot in my mouth, but I always have good intentions, right? I mean, I'm not being a turd, but yeah, but that's the first time that we have had to interact in a punishment situation as co-parents. Right. Well, and see, a lot of those, and I guess, and I always, I guess I just took for granted because whenever Darian goes to my parents' house, he somehow swindles my dad out of a PlayStation card, and I just thought it was yeah leftover money, Mm -hmm. you know, or because some of those things are free. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, and then, because a lot of the times when Darian's with my parents, it's PlayStation, 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 PlayStation. Yeah. And I'm like, he's tearing daddy's pockets up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or he'll get money from Nana. Right. So I'm thinking, you know, it's just leftover money. Or when I look at it, it's free. Yeah. So I'm looking like, okay, sometimes it's leftover money. Sometimes, because literally. Yeah. And my mom will tell you, as soon as they get home, him and Papa go out. Well, I mean, if you're like me, you don't know what that shit is anyways. I right. mean, I could look at it all day long and I would be like, seems legit me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. everything but, seems on the up and up here. But the, the thing that I needed Zarian to see, irregardless of whatever the, the case was, that we were a united front. Right. Right. We parent together. Yes. And that is very important. And I feel like that's where a lot of um, blended families kind of miss the mark sometimes. Yeah. Is they don't parent together. And it's like different rules in different households. Yeah. Like we've talked about before, I don't think all the rules are always going to be the same in all the households. Because, I mean, it's different ways of living, different jobs, stuff like that. But the cohesiveness of, like, you know, big things and punishments and stuff like that following to both households is important. That's something that I dealt with with um, Todd. Like, I would punish the kids, but he wouldn't follow through with their punishment when they were over there. So, it's just like, okay, well, I'm just going to go to dad's because I'm not going to get punished at dad's. I can get away with what I want. Yeah. Until he gets punished. And it's just like, well, Xander's grounded from his phone or Sophie's grounded from her phone because they did this. And I'm like, oh, so I have to follow through with your punishments, but you're not going to follow through with mine. And then it starts fights. Then the cohesiveness is gone. Then everybody's upset with everybody. So, no, you're totally right. United Fronts are the best way to co-parent. It is. Because that means, so that way, Darian can't come to me and be like, well, mom, you know, when I go when I go to dad, blah, 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 blah. No. Mm-hmm. Or whenever he comes to you guys, well, when I'm at mom, I can do this. No. This is not okay. Because that's one thing kids do. I don't know if there's a kid that's never done it. I'd be shocked. But kids will play parents in two households against each other all day long. All the time. They will tell one parent what they think they want to hear. And then the other parent gets mad because they're just like, I'm calling your dad. Then you call the dad and it's just like, no, that's not how it happened. No. But and that stuff to me is just like, you gotta nip that in the butt quick. You do. But I'm gonna tell you what, when it, and see, I think Zeri, my 
biggest issue with Zarian is his grades. Yeah. And so I've just started a group text with CJ. So that way, if I've got something to say to Zarian and I mm-hmm. need CJ to know, instead of me saying, Zarian, call your dad and tell your dad, blah, 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 I just put in a text. Yeah. No, that's smart because then he has to be accountable. Yeah. I mean, you can't get around it there. Cannot. No. No, I think Cannot. that's a really good idea. Because it was just like... The last thing, because Darian wasn't going to one of his teachers during his free period. Oh, Miss What's Her Face. Miss Sales. Yeah. Miss Sales, and I was like, because we talked about that too. Yeah. And you know, Darian was like, I don't like going because I don't like her. And I was like, but that's not what I said. I asked you, why are you not going? Yeah. And CJ, and he didn't say anything for a little bit. And CJ chimed back in, you didn't answer your mother, son. Answer the question. Oh, yeah, I was in the car for that one. Yes. Yeah. So answer the question. Mm hmm. Kids will try to get away with shit. I mean, like, all day long. For example, when he tried to walk to our house the other day, we did not tell him that was okay. We were all in the car, and we were coming back from picking the girls up and getting cake. And CJ was just like, no, I don't want you walking that way because that bridge is dangerous. Exactly. And I was just like, I don't think it's a good idea, man. And he was just like, okay, well, I probably won't. And he said, well, when I get done emailing this client, when I get back, I'll get up and I'll, you know, I'll come and pick you up. And so all of a sudden we get back, CJ's done, he's fixing to go, and lo and behold, here comes Zarian walking into the door. And I was like, did you walk? He's like, well, I did walk a little bit, but then Aunt Lee picked me up. And I was like, I'm sure she was furious. She was. Because. Because, and this is the thing with Zarian, I get half truth. Yeah. Because he's, he, he messaged me and was like, mom, I'm getting ready to go to dad's. I'm like, wait a minute, so we're gonna go together. Yeah. And he was like, no, dad said he's gonna come pick me up. Yeah. And I'm like, well, okay, if he's going to come pick you up. So, then by that time, I'm talking to Alicia. And she's oh, like, is this the day that he came over? Yeah. By uh-huh. that, yes. I'm talking to Alicia, and she said, did you, have you talked to Darian? I'm like, yeah, I talked to him earlier. We're going to go over to, you know, his dad's and Kelly's for yeah. for cake and, and for, for the party. Mm-hmm. And he said, she said, well, did you know that he was walking to our house? And I was like, to their house. I was like, no, I did not know that he was walking to their house. I had no clue, no idea. I had nothing. And he yeah. was just like, well, he was walking and he was walking over the bridge. And I was like, no, sir. Because when I got him home, I was like, that is no shape nor fashion. No, you said something to him. You leaned over at the house and I heard you say something about walking. And I was just like, get him. Well, going. no, once I got in the car, I lit into him. Yeah. Because Darian, Darian is not of old school. Because us old school people, we walk. We used to yeah. walk. We know how to walk on the correct side of the road. Right. Darian don't know how to walk on the right side of the road. Alicia said that he wasn't walking on the right side of the road. So, no. You don't even know. Right. No. I can't even get you to walk around the block. Why would you want to walk? I don't. So, I was wondering what that was about. Like, why did he decide that he wanted to walk over? I don't know. Yeah. But I guess he was feeling froggy. And so he decided to jump. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, so, but that's the thing. It's like kids will try to get away with stuff. Yes. Like they do what they can to try to get away with whatever they can. Yes. And so I don't know what would have happened if he had come walking in that door. And he. And Aileen did bring him? Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure CJ would have been pretty furious because he was just like, we're coming to get you. Yeah. And he said, because when I said, and I asked him again, why did you do that? And he was like, well, dad wasn't coming back. Dad said it was going to be a while. What was the difference for you waiting for me? Because I literally got there probably 40 minutes after. Right. Yeah. And he, I mean, he, 
So he probably would have been just a little bit past the bridge by the time CJ got to him. So it was just like all for naught. I mean, sure, you know, if you want to get out there and walk around the block and stuff like that, but not on a busy road like that. That's what I told him, that big, that, yeah. that bridge is busy. Yeah. That road is busy, especially at five o'clock traffic. Right. I mean, but I mean, my kids have done stuff like that too. Tell them not to do something. They're like, okay, like Xander and his grades um, in math. He's like, I've got everything under control. We're do I'm doing fine. Everything's under control. Come look. to find out, he's got to do grade recovery. I don't look. Okay. Yeah. I don't look simply, and I know it's really responsible. I'm, I say what you want, but it keeps me from literally beating the shit out of my child. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for real. Yeah. Because I'm because at one point in time, I was told that I'm too hard on him about his grade. Mm -hmm. Cut him some slack. Yeah. And that wasn't from anybody. That was from a teacher. Yeah. Cut him some slack. Okay. Cut him some slack. And then, then what do we got now? But you give them an inch, and, and they take five miles. You sure will. Yep. Somehow. Yeah. You just, parents can't tell you how to parent your own child. I can understand the, you know, why she would say that. Like, I feel like she's probably saying it because she wants him to not hate school. But when he already hates school, yeah, it's not going to matter. You have to stay on him. Yeah, I have to feel like... Every like I have, I don't look Kelly intentionally because seriously, it makes me angry. And because when I see it, <coughs> I text them in the middle of school. Yeah. And so it is. By the time I get home, I'm mad. Yeah. And it just makes for a bad relationship for me and Terry. So that's where CJ comes in because he does check on his grades and check with teachers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and he makes sure, at least, I know he, last year, he knew one of the teachers, like somebody he was deployed with. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, if you stay on him, he gets his grades up. Yeah. I mean, he'll get it to where he's passing for sure. Yeah. But you just, and that's the sucky thing about parenting sometimes. Well, and you know what I told Larry, it's sucky for you because you may be 45 and in the 12th grade, buddy. <laughs> at so, some point in time, you're going to have to give up. Because... Hostet or GED is not the way, and it's not what's going to happen. You have to physically graduate from a high school. And I'm not saying that it's not a high school, but you have to graduate. You have to walk. You have to do all those things. Yeah. And once you do all that, I don't care. Yeah. I do. But I don't care. Yeah. I mean, it makes you wonder when it's all going to kick in. I'm turning my fan on. I am hot. Oh, fuck. I got shorts on. I should have worked for but I didn't. And I'm burning up over here. I'm about to do my low-key Marilyn Monroe. But, no, that's the way kids are. I am just proud of us because we did a really good job, I think, co-parenting together. I think so. Because, that's like so I said, I just don't... I want everybody to be all... Everybody to be on one page. Yeah. Everything to be cohesive. Yeah. So, that way... There's no misunderstanding. We all know what Azaria knows that we the expectations are the same. Yeah, and that he knows that we talked about it, we discussed it, everything is the same, and we work together. And we work together. Yeah, most of all. And ain't coming out like it was in a suit. <laughs> like I'm over here like. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, I just. So I went hiking um, at three o'clock in the 80 degree weather. How would you do that, girl? Cause I'm always late. I know, but I'm always on a diet. 
Um, it sounds like me just like right now. Just, that's why I look the way I do. I was always on the diet. I got married and I just blew up. I was always on the diet. You can ask. You can always ask Zary. That's why Zary doesn't eat healthier now because yeah. I was always on the diet and I never wanted him to have to eat diet food. Yeah. Bless his heart. He probably hates coming over to my house. But now I just can't get the taste of fried chicken out of my mouth. <laughs> See, so that's where losing my gallbladder helped me out because anything greasy whoo, goes out as fast as it went in. I don't have no gallbladder neither. Why don't you do that? I don't know. Girl, I can't eat ice cream. Fried foods mess me up. Um, I can't have red meat. So it's just like, may as well just give up. But I can have margaritas. Hey! <laughs> no, girl, I had my gallbladder taken out in rib. Yeah. Yeah. I ate all that. Really? Yeah. It doesn't work for me. Maybe it's psychosomatics that are like, don't eat greasy food because you'll crap your pants. Okay. Since they ate greasy food, Kelly crapped her pants. Now, I'm going to tell you, there was one instance where I had five guys because I was doing keto. I had five guys on it, and that hit me so hard. I was doing the butt cheek scramble out the back door. <laughs> was it the back door trots and the low down squats? Yes. <laughs> I called my manager and was like, I got to go. Yeah, like, I need a cork. <laughs> I need something. <laughs> I need sutures. <laughs> Keep it in there. I had to call my coworker to bring my keys, and she was like, what's wrong? I was like, girl, I got to go. I to crap my pants. Girl, no. <laughs> That was, a, that was that did happen. Yeah, that's always the fun discussion in the house is who's actually crapped their pants. Oh yeah. Or chance to fart and it didn't work out. Yeah. So far, I'm still holding on, still holding tight to the hat and done Girl. it yet. Girl. I know. <laughs> I, I'm still midlife. The chances are still Girl. super high. I'm trying to tell you. You kegel. If you kegel enough, you have excellent sphincter control. Okay. Yeah. Sit, look, I'm kegeling right now. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I ain't got no mess. I don't give a damn. <laughs> but yeah, so we have that was basically the, like our co-parenting like I think so win of the that was a win mm -hmm. because he could come back and say anything because he said it in front of all of us right. We, said we what all we knew said. what happened. We all knew yeah. what happened. We said what we said in front of it, with him. So that nobody we, could get played against nope, the other parent. Nope, not at all. So my whole thing, and this is one thing I feel like parents need to learn, is if you have a child that has played you against your ex-spouse, you always need to go to the ex-spouse. You do. Especially if they've done it to you too. Like put you it, know put it in a group these stage. kids. Yeah, exactly. Put it in a group Because stage. one person's going to say the other person, the other person's going to say anything. It takes three people to figure out who's telling right. the truth. Yep. And so I think that's definitely the best way to go about it when yeah. you're in a split household. It is. I, we are teaching people stuff. We are teaching people stuff. I work currently offline. My internet connection was lost. Oh, we might not be live right now. We're live. It says we're live. It is what it is. It's our season finale. It is our season finale. And it's just like... Everything that could go wrong tonight. This <laughs> is damn janky. They're not janky. I like They're not. I'm sorry. I like it. I like it, Dino. I know. Um, they are a bitch to get into, though. So now that this is the end of our first season, we are going to. I guess we should go ahead and segue into what we're going to start talking about next week for season Deuce. Deuce. I don't know. What do you want to talk about? We already talked about this. We did. Yes. Do you still want to talk about that? 
you know what I thought about and we, we still can talk about it but you know what I thought about what? to open up season 2 if we could get your in-laws to come and do a podcast with us Oh, because that's a good. I think that's a good season opener. Like Renee, maybe Renee, maybe maybe. I, I, I always say her name. Kristen. Yeah, Kristen. Maybe Kristen. Maybe Brandy. Yeah, could do that. And do you want to keep it like with the same like parenting? Yeah, because yeah. I want to know what their issues are if they have it. So I think maybe we should do season two, calling people, like or having people call in. Like let's finally have people call in. Yeah. Because I know how to do it now on the podcast. Okay. Have people call in and talk to us about, you know, like stuff that they're dealing with because there's actually a link where people can go on our podcast and I'll post it later. And they can say, um, like they can record what they're, and it only gives you like a minute and a half. Okay. But you can record like, you know, something that you want talked about and this is how it affects me. You don't have to leave your name or anything like that. Then we can play it and add it into the podcast. And um, answer those questions. We can do that. But I think that it, it would be good to have it completely qu- um, question based, like three or four mm-hmm. questions per podcast. I think so. So, what do you think? I think it. I think so. So, originally, we were going to talk about why there are so many issues with racial relations. There is. Yeah, and like why we are still here in 2022. You know, I had, I had, I literally had this conversation with Darian last night. Did you? Yes. What did you say? Because Darian is so him and him and his friend group, they 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 don't talk about one race. They talk about their own race, yeah, uh, or whatever, and they make jokes. Mm-hmm. And to me, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. So I, I challenged him last night. I showed him something. I told him something. I was like, so you remember when you were in summer school? That kid made racial. Uh, remarks to you and you didn't like it that was last year wasn't it it was last year yeah you didn't like it yeah he's like no mom I didn't I said so why are you doing it yeah he said I don't know I said so what if somebody calls you xyz mm-hmm. and he was like I wouldn't like it I said but you're doing it to yourself but you're perpetuating it yeah and you're doing it to yourself and you're making people think that it's okay to do it to you by doing it to yourself mm-hmm. yeah and he made sure words and he literally stopped and he was like I said, come talk to me. Yeah. He was like, I don't have anything to say right now. Super for thought. Yeah. And I and I literally said to him what we talked about last weekend, the yeah. morning before last, why are we still having this issue in 2022? In the 20 in the 21st century. Yeah. Why? So when I was talking to CJ about it, and I've talked to other a couple of other people. And I'm still willing to do it. We're um, still can. Yeah, I mean, and we don't. We could do it for season three. I mean, we can do as many seasons as we want to, as many topics as we want to, because we're the freaking honey squad. We can do it. So, um, one of the things that CJ cautioned me is you have to be careful what you say, because if you say the wrong thing, you are going to get roasted. Yeah. And, you know, me and my business being a real estate agent, that could potentially hurt my business. It could. But... Me, the way I'm looking at it is anything that I say that's ignorant or that comes out wrong or that maybe isn't the right thing to say, I need somebody to correct me so that I don't do it anymore because it is purely out of ignorance and not meanness. And I think that that's where a lot of people, like where there's accidental racism, Mm -hmm. I think that's where people really kind of miss the mark is instead of saying, hey, look, this is really offensive. I wouldn't say it this way and here's why. And then, you know, other people have an empathy for 
you know, why they feel the way they feel. Right. Oh, thank you for teaching me that. I had no idea. Like, this is just something that I've said my whole life. You know, put whatever it is into the blank. Yeah. And, you know, da 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 So, for me, it's just like when we were talking about, like, is it black or African American? Right. Like, what, because I don't, I really don't know. Um, you know, I don't want to say the wrong thing and get roasted for it when really... I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm not right. trying to say the wrong thing. I'm right. just ignorant to some stuff. Well, that's just one of those because I think it, as we evolve, we all evolve. We we want different terms. We we right. want things coined a yeah. different way. Yeah. It's just a matter of coining it, coining it to the proper jargon. Right. But can we not have people just sit down and talk? Like, you know, different races sit down and talk about why things hurt them and how we can move forward and fix this so that we can stop perpetuating this issue that we've had for years and years and years. I'm going to tell you this. It's not going to start, but it's not, it's never going to stop, but it can start with us. Right. Right. Have those conversations. Yeah, you can have those conversations. Because, I mean, God forbid, I don't ever want to say anything that offends you or right. Zerian because, you know, Zerian's mixed. Yeah. So, I definitely, you know, don't want to be that ignorant person that's, you know, talking out of their ass. And, I mean, I've said some stuff before, and it literally was not even a joke. I just didn't know. Right. And somebody corrected me, and I felt like total dog shit about it. But it was just like, you know what? We're not going to do this again. I'm going to tell you, I had this situation, Kelly, when I worked at Vanderbilt, the very my first go-around. Yeah. Um, and... And I, I don't, the only people that know this story is me and Laura and the and the person. Yeah. Um, she was dating this guy, and and I don't think you you may or may not you may or may not know it, but he called somebody. Uh, maybe it was a ten. It, I can't remember the story, but I remember what she said, and she didn't think that I knew what the hell it was. What was it? She called her boyfriend, dad, whoever the case called somebody. A fucking mullion. What is that? It's eggplant. Oh. In Italian. And so, because I heard it from off of the Soprano, so yeah. of course I Googled. You Googled. It. Yeah. yeah. And so it, it it was you know it's a racial term towards Italian people, toward black people. Oh. Yeah. See, once again, or they call you a fucking mullion. Why? Because eggplants and big wieners. Because they're black. I thought they were purple. Well, sometimes they're black. (laughs) This is why I say I may say things out of ignorance because to be 44, I really don't know a lot when it comes to stuff like that. But when I told, when, because when, because Laura and I were sitting there and then she said it and I looked at, I looked and Laura looked at me like, I said, she said something that's very racial and she was just like, what is it? And so I Googled it and showed her and she was like, she say that that's just not right and so you have to have did she know or was she trying to be funny or I don't think that she knew yeah I don't know if she knew or maybe she did or maybe she didn't yeah but she still said it out of ignorance I keep burping too right and that's so I mean you can't really make like this long list of things that you shouldn't say but at some point in time somebody's going to come around any of us and they're going to say like I mean, white people call it honkies and crackers. Mm-hmm. Um, honky bothers me, and I don't know why, but cracker doesn't. 
but I don't know why, because I mean, I'm from the South. I'm definitely not a redneck, but I am obviously very country. You can tell by my accent. And people used to say country as a cracker. Mm -hmm. So that's never really bothered me. Um, I don't know why honky bothers me, but it does. Maybe because it sounds like a donkey. I don't know. Donkey and honky. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe are we, are we getting this already? I think we kind of We already did. We already did. We'll just end this season with them pick it up at some later yeah. date. <laughs> it's our podcast. But yeah, people, I, people don't know. People really don't know. Yeah. So it's just like, and I think that that's every race. I think everybody really lacks empathy, which is the biggest problem this world has is people lack empathy and humility. Mm-hmm. And I think it takes both go hand in hand. Yeah. And if you don't have those things, it's going to be very hard to understand someone else's pain. Right. And you know, the one thing, Kelly, that I remember when CJ, when, when, I was pregnant with Zarian, and I was telling him, like I said, I was giving them a list of things that you can't call Zarian. Yeah. And, Zarian, and CJ said that Zarian's not, no, no kid of his is going to say the N-word, because if he do, he's going to slap him in the mouth. Yeah. And there's one time, I and I wanted Zarian to say it in front of CJ just to see. What, what he would do? Yes. And he wouldn't do it. So, it's a matter of how you're taught. And, right. And, and how, you're, how you're brought up. Yeah. Zarian knew he didn't want to get his mouth smacked. No. I think he did say it in front of him once. Maybe he was on the phone with a friend or it was an accident or mm-hmm. something. I might be getting that story wrong. But, yeah. No, Xander doesn't like it either. Like, when rap songs come on, he like he'll sing and then he'll stop when mm-hmm. they drop it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so if you don't want to say it, why do you listen to it? Right. But I'm going to tell you. I, I mean, I can get that you enjoy the music, but if you don't want to say the word, why are you listening to the music? I know, but I'm going to tell you. What threw me off, and maybe, maybe the millennials don't look. Most millennials, I'm not gonna yeah. say all. Most millennials don't look at it as being racial because I've heard, I've heard white kids call each other niggas. I'm looking like they do. I'm looking like what? Yeah, you said what? Right. And I just so when I was a kid, and this might make the whole thing worse. So again, if I'm saying something that's like out of ignorance and it's hurtful, please tell me because that is not my goal. But when I was little, um, growing up in Atlanta, we were at a Braves game and one of the umpires was black. Mm -hmm. And there was a guy that was sitting around us and he hollered out, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. called him that name because he called a strikeout against the Braves. And I was just like, Daddy, what does that word mean? And maybe he didn't want to like get into it. He said, well, it's a really derogatory term. Mm-hmm. He didn't say derogatory because I was a kid, so he had to use kid words. Mm-hmm. He had to dumb it down for my precious self. It's okay. <laughs> but, um, which sometimes I feel like people still do. But he said it's a really bad name that people call black people. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, it's not something that you should ever say. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but why do they call that? What does it mean? And so he said that it meant ignorant. And I said, but can't white people be ignorant too? Like, how come we're not mm-hmm. called that? He said, well, everybody can be ignorant, but it was just something that, you know, back yeah. in Old South times, yeah. you know, when the Civil War was going on, that kind of got, you know, hooked to that race. Yeah. So he was just like, yes, everybody can be yeah. the N-word, yeah. but it's not, it doesn't pertain to everybody. Right. That's not how it was put out there. Right. So I always, as a kid, found that really intriguing. Yeah. Like, we're all ignorant. 
And then um, Xander found out that it's from, not the word Negro, because that actually means black. Mm -hmm. um, but it's from a different word. And if he's watching, he'll tell me when I get home and I can update people what the word is. But it actually means um, royalty. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, explain this to me because I've never heard this before. Mm -hmm. But it is deriv der a derivative of a word that starts with an N that means royalty. Mm -hmm. In Africa. Okay, I was like, I haven't figured this out. I don't know. I'm, he's going to have to send it to me. But again, that could be wrong too. <laughs> and so CJ's whole thing was just like, if you do talk about it, you have to be careful what you say. Yeah. Because I'm white. And, you know, for the most part, I think a lot of white people were raised very sheltered and blonde from some of the stuff that goes on until you become an adult and you see stuff happen on the news and yeah. you're just like, what in the fuck's wrong with this world? Right. I'm going to tell you... And I, I love her for her. I love her. I love her soul. I love. I just love her. Period. But my best friend Laura, mm -hmm. which I still got to get you guys together. Yeah, I want to meet Laura. I can um, talk about her so much. I Laura didn't meet her. Told me that her her dad moved them from or moved them out of Belvedere or Belvedere or Huntland, Tennessee, mm -hmm. because he didn't want his kids growing up in that type of environment. This is from where one of the little bitty towns in the county that I'm from. Um, and growing up, it was, it wasn't, it was integrated, but it was still segregated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how Lebanon was when I moved to Lebanon. Yeah. It, it was, like I said, it was still, it was very integrated. You know, we, we all went to the same high school, but then, you know, you had those instances where you had the, the ignorant people from off the top of the mountain yeah. will come down and start trouble. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, talk of the clan, all this. And so it was just one of those things that where we knew it was there, but what do you do? Yeah. But her dad didn't want them growing up in their environment, so he moved them to the town that they're in. And so I, when I met them, I didn't feel that sense of, mm, yeah, you know. I don't feel comfortable they, around yeah. there. Yeah. They were very loving. Yeah. Call, call, come on in here, baby. Mm -hmm. Have a seat, get something to drink, blah blah blah. They're welcome to be in their house, and that's why I love her. But see, her daddy would never. She told me she said it one time because she heard it at school. Yeah, and he slapped her in the mouth. Yeah, I feel like no matter the color of your skin, that's how it should be with everybody. Right. Um, you know, growing up in a, like I said, growing up in Atlanta, I was in the melting pot of people, and I was right. in the minority, and I had all different kinds of friends of all different kind of races. My friend Sue, mm -hmm. um, she was Chinese and her parents owned her own Chinese restaurant. Mm -hmm. And every time I came over, they were like, you know, do you want a poo-poo flatter? Because they knew that I was going to crack up laughing because I will always have the brain of a 14-year-old boy. And if I ever hear poo-poo flatter, it's just like... <laughs> but they knew that that always cracked me up. So mm -hmm. they would make poo-poo flatters for me when I came over. Okay. And when Sue would come over to our house, we would go get food off my dad's Tom's truck. <laughs> We get moon pies and Snickers. Yeah. So, um, I mean, and then, you know, too, I had black friends and it was the same thing. You know, I'd go over to their house and, you know, they're like, hey, you know, it's like I'm their other daughter. And I even yeah. had a family that called me their white daughter. Yeah. And that's just how it's always been. Um, you know, some of my closest friends um, I met when I worked at CBS and, oh my God, Lenise, I love you to death. I'm so glad that we're still friends. Mm -hmm. um, her daughter, Robin, is actually out with Sophie tonight. Okay. And, um, of course, they're black and I'm white. And we kind of helped each other with our kids for the longest time. Yeah. If Robin wasn't spending the night with Sophie, Sophie was spending the night with Robin. Mm -hmm. And we would walk around the um, Walmart in Lebanon 
Like if it was Lenise and Sophie, like Lenise and her kids and Sophie, she would get some weird ass looks sometimes. Yeah. And if it was me and my kids and Robin, we would get some weird ass looks sometimes. And I'm just like, what in the world is wrong with all you fools? Who cares? You know what I told? You know what I told CJ Six One? I said because this is the thing. Because when they had Zarian with the rest of the kids, they always I I said people assume that Zarian is yours. Yeah. And CJ's just kind enough to raise your black baby. <laughs> Did you really tell yeah. him that? Yeah. Do you really think people thought that? Yeah, because you look at it. He looks too much like CJ, though. They don't look at that. They look at a white woman, two little white kids, and a and white a, man. Yeah. But you don't, people always assume that the black baby. I yeah, black baby belongs to the white girl. Yeah, really? Yeah. Why is that? Because I didn't know this. How many? How many black men do you know? Excuse me. How many black women do you know with uh, biracial kids? You got a point there. I had to think about that. Well, no. So I do have a friend whose mom was black and she's biracial. Okay. You have that one friend. Now I have two. You have two friends, okay? <laughs> you have two friends, but if you look at the majority of the couples, yeah, it's a white woman and a black man. And a black man, yeah. So instead I, of a black woman and a white man, yeah, yeah. I told Ashley, I was like, they assume they're in yours, and CJ's just good enough to raise your black baby. <laughs> what did she say? She said, "Are you serious?" I said, "Wait, wait for it." And it happened. Really? Yeah. Because she said they got they got strange looks one time. I was like, wait for it. But so here's my thing with all the adoptions that go on now. And then too, there's women. So there was a woman who adopted um, eggs because a black woman had, you know, harvested eggs and she didn't want all of them. So she adopted her eggs out instead of having them destroyed, mm -hmm. which I think is pretty fucking amazing. Really? And I didn't know that she could do that. Did you know that you no. could adopt out your fertilized eggs? No. You can't. I'm here to get me some eggs. You too can adopt out your fertilized eggs. I'm gonna get me some eggs. Yeah. So, she found, um, like, and I don't know what the selection process was, if she knew, like, I don't know why she decided to, like, pick the eggs that she did, mm -hmm. but she adopted these eggs. Mm -hmm. And they were, um, you know, from a black man and a black woman. Mm -hmm. And so, essentially, a white woman had, like, a straight-up black baby. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people kind of, you know, a friend of mine posted it, and a lot of people were just like, that just isn't right. And I'm like, but why is that not right? That's okay. I feel like that should be okay. Because... Unless she was taking it away from somebody else that wanted it, I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't. The only issue. And maybe that, that's where I'm naive. No, the only issue that I foresee, Kelly, is you. what are you teaching this black child? Right. Are you raising this child to know its culture? So you make a good point there. This was something else that I thought. So, one of the things that we had a discussion about with Zarian walking to our house is how many black people are, you know, stopped or, like, hurt when they're out walking alone on the road. Mm -hmm. Now, that was commonplace in the 60s, mm -hmm. and it doesn't happen as much now, but it still happens. It still happens. So, how would a white woman prepare her black children for that? Yeah. So, you do make a good point there. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. Mm-hmm. 
saying, I wonder if she would be ready to take on that task. But you do have people who adopt kids, you know, from overseas. You do, but but initially, I think that they raised them. What? Yeah. True. But CJ has black friends that have never experienced that kind of stuff. So, how do you... And again, I don't want to say anything that's going to be, you know, damning. But how, how do we get past that? Because these things should not still be happening. Like, we should not have anybody that's worried to walk down the street. Right. And, and see, what I worry about is Arian. Because Arian is so friendly. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He's yeah. so friendly. He's so naive. And that would... And he'll just talk to anybody. I'm going to get my spoon to where I share that Zarian's easy going. He's so naive. He, he would just look at it as somebody just trying to take him to his dad's house. Not right. causing him any harm. I'm talking off good there. Thank you, girl. Be careful when you're um, Just somebody trying to take him to his dad's house. Yeah. He don't, he don't, Zarian doesn't, he's at a point where he don't look at the evils of the world. Yeah. Because well, he hasn't experienced them. Yeah. How do you prepare kids for that? Because, like, you don't want them to, you don't want to prepare them, like, make them scared to be yeah. out there. But again, it goes back to you. This shit should still not be happening. It should be. What in the hell? Why can we all not sit down and have conversations? Why does it matter? Like, why Girl. does the color of one skin matter? I don't know. We're going into this. We don't have to figure this out. No, we don't. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we don't have to figure this out. Not tonight. We'll figure <laughs> this out. Not tonight. <laughs> well, we have got three minutes left to wrap it up. So we are glad that everybody joined us tonight and um, our amazing dinosaur costumes. Season one starts next week. Season two. Season two starts next week. Our greens are kicking in. They are. Um, <laughs> you're like, they are. Is that floater? It was the floater. <laughs> Did me in. I'm still in the same season. Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so if anybody has anything that they want us to talk about, it can be anything. I think we should just do a season of, we will talk about anything. We will talk about um, anything. Plus parenting stuff. Yeah, mostly parenting stuff. And how awesome we are, because we're so awesome. We're together. Yeah. So, um, yeah, send it to us. Let us know. Because yeah. we would be happy to tackle some stuff. Yeah. Now that we have sponsorships and we can make money off this bad boy, let's go ahead and send us in some juicy stuff. Okay, guys? Yeah. Yeah. But again, I'm waiting for Snoop Dogg. Or, hold on, 99 Crimes. We're going to have to start hashtagging him. To sponsor our podcast. We're marketing ourselves all wrong. I know. We're not using hashtags. I know, but we like to, we like to. Hashtag Snoop Dogg. Hashtag Snoop D-O-double-G. Hashtag Snoop Doggy Dog. Hashtag Juan. Hashtag 99 Crimes. Martha. Make it happen, Captain. Make it happen. <laughs> but anyways, yes, we appreciate everybody who has turned in, tuned in and listened to season one. Yep. We have got over 130 listeners. What? Yes. And you can find us all over the podcast place. Yes. As you, as you, when you text me Friday, it made my heart happy. I know. It's so exciting. We're on like, um, let's, we're not on Apple yet, but that's next. We're going to make that happen. But Anchor, Spotify, um, Podcaster, Pocketcaster, Amazon Podcasts. I know I'm missing one because I think there were like six. Spotify. Yes, Spotify. But we we have been syndicated to several places. So it's very exciting. 
that, you know. Hopefully. Yes. And hopefully we're doing something and talking about stuff that's going to help people. Right. But anyways, Honey Squad's out. <laughs> Joshua, I love you. My LOL 99 crime. Yes. Yes, baby. Mm. All right, girl. We're out. Yes. Thanks, y'all. Peace. Bye.